You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 81. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, President of Advisor Solutions. Do you ever wonder what it takes to make lasting change? What I mean is, do you understand the areas of your business that need to be improved on and how easily it is to transform your business? Most likely, you don't. And if so, know this, you are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't know how to easily transform their business, and they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've never really looked at their business as a step-by-step process for practicing what's actually known as the principle of strategic replacement which is simply a four-step process for replacing bad habits with good habits to create the results you've always wanted. So what do you do? Well, you have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing, and you're going to keep getting what you're getting, or you could learn how to easily transform your business by practicing the, the principle of strategic replacement. And that's what we're going to talk about today, so that you can learn how to, how to have a process for creating true transformation So, if you're ready to change bad habits into good habits, then stick around. So, why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to transform your business? Well, think of it this way. If you don't learn a process for getting to the root cause of your bad habits and learn how to strategically replace those bad habits with good habits, nothing will ever change. That's why I wanted to do this podcast today, because I wanted you to understand that this is a process that makes a huge impact in your level of success if you apply it. So there's three things that we're going to cover today. First, practicing the principle of strategic replacement so that you understand a process for replacing bad habits with good habits. Second, the top five business topics to create transformation so that you have real-world examples of what successful advisors and agents have done to transform their business. And third, understanding the next level, so that you know what to do when you're ready for the next step. Now, before we jump into those three things that we're going to talk about in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like and your life be like if you were to strategically replace bad habits with good habits? Would you feel energized? Would you feel empowered? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learn? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. Practicing the Principles of Strategic Replacement One of the most common questions that I get asked by advisors and agents who are just starting out with me in coaching is, how can I change my business to find more success? It's a pretty broad question, but with a little probing, I can typically whittle it down to two specific areas of their business that just need the most change. Some advisors think that the answer lies in simply not contributing to a bad habit anymore. For example, I'm going to stop procrastinating when, I, when it comes to prospecting. <laughs> so they try what I call the 
stop technique for a couple of days. But 90% of the time, they end up failing and falling right back into their familiar patterns. Instead, I coach them to practice what I call the principle of strategic replacement, which is basically it states that in order to change a bad habit, we have to replace it with, with a good habit. Then we need to track the daily progress and be disciplined and dedicated enough to do this for at least 30 days in order to create a new habit or establish a new pattern. So what I'm going to do is take you down a series of steps to assist you in doing just that. Step one, don't underestimate the grip of familiar patterns. <laughs> Change doesn't happen overnight. And the first step to breaking bad habits is to make sure that you, you understand and respect the power of what they have over you and how they have a familiar pattern that's ingrained in you. A good analogy would be to think of replacing bad habits as equal to the task of removing a, a tree stump. <laughs> it might seem like a pretty easy thing to do, remove the tree stump, on the surface that is, but once you get below the ground, you might find that there's a lot of roots there that are holding that stump into place. And, and it takes time to really dig out those roots, plant the seeds, the new seeds that, that is, and carefully and patiently watch and wait for those new healthy roots to take place. And you know, your bad habits are the exact same thing. They have root causes. Okay, so let's talk about your business. Let's talk about your business, and I know that you might be hundreds or, or even thousands of miles away from where I am right now. And I also know that you might be in another country. In fact, people in 21 different countries listen to this podcast. So you could be anywhere. You could be in Canada. You could be in Brazil, Russia, Thailand, or someplace else. But I also know that you know yourself, and you know your business better than anyone does. So I want you to think about, about the answers to the questions that I'm, I'm going to ask you in just a second. And just keep those in your mind as we walk through these steps. So here's the big question. What's the number one area of your business that you need the biggest transformation in? <laughs> did something come to mind? Hopefully it did. Maybe topics like motivation, time management, prospecting, sales, or client servicing popped into your head. Or maybe, maybe it was a specific thing like, I need more clients. But whatever it is, keep that thought in your mind. Let's go to the next step. Step two, identify bad habits and root causes that need to change. Identifying bad habits is not always easy because it takes a little soul searching. And that might be difficult. Take, for instance, the goal of, let's say, wanting to grow your business. If you're completely honest with yourself, you may realize that the reason you're not growing your business is because you're not prospecting, which would be the bad habit, the habit that you want to change. Now, if we get to the root cause of the bad habit, we might discover that you don't prospect because you're afraid of, let's say, rejection. So here's the big question you need to ask yourself. What is the bad habit or bad habits that I have when it comes to the area of the business that I need transformation in? <laughs> Did you get the answer? Well, if so, let's go a little deeper with the next question. What's the root cause of the bad habit? So again, 
An example might be, I need to grow my business. That's the transformation. But I have a bad habit of procrastinating when it comes to prospecting. Or not prospecting at all until I have to. Well, that's the bad habit. And the reason why is because I just hate getting rejected. <laughs> that's the root cause of the bad habit. And I think you're starting to get this, so let's go to the next step. Step 3. Change your perspective. Once you know the root cause, and like in the previous example, it was the fear of rejection, it's important to replace it with a new perspective. Good thing to do is to map out all of the long-term consequences of not procrastinating, along with the best practices to manage objections. Also, replace your fear of rejection with the knowledge that it, it's really, it isn't personal, which would help you to adjust your perception of rejection overall. Qualifying prospects is just a part of what you do, and rejection is just a part of the process. Okay, so let's talk about you again. In fact, let's do a quick recap of the steps. Number one. Do you know the area of the business that you need transformation in? If so, think of it again. Number two, do you know the bad habit and the root cause? If so, think of them again. Number three, now change your perspective about the root cause. So an example would be instead of thinking of having a fear of rejection, your perspective is, I'm rejection proof. So, how do you easily change your perspective? Well, I mentioned that mapping out all of the long-term consequences of not prospecting is one way. But also, you could start with, with what I call modeling the mentor. In other words, what would someone who's not afraid of rejection, in this case, be thinking? <laughs> so think of someone who that you believe has a totally different perspective about the thing that you need to change whether it's rejection or handling objections or whatever it is. If you need to get more clients, who's the person that knows how to get a lot of clients? And what do you think they think about prospecting? Do you think they are concerned about taking action or getting rejected? Probably not. They just do it. What do you think they think of? Hopefully you're starting to get this. So let's go to the last step. Step four, creating strategic replacements. Now, this step is the strategic plan or strategically planning out the new activity that will support and promote the new good habit. See, the more detailed that you can be, the higher probability of your success. An example would be to prospect business owners for the first hour of the day, map out what you're going to say, Know how you will handle objections. Track the dials, track the contacts, track the appointments that you set, and send that information to a colleague, a manager, or a business coach for 30 days. And what you'll have is accountability, and that'll keep you motivated. So let's talk about you again. Do you know what activities you need to do in order to form good habits? If you don't know, do you know someone who can show you what they do? If not, do you know that that is exactly what I do? In fact, I've been helping advisors and agents with tools, techniques, strategies, and solutions since 2004 in order to help them get better results. But 
it's, it's not just awareness of what to do and how to do it. It's helping them take action and be accountable to turn those actions into habits. And that's how you get lasting transformation. So let's talk about why strategic replacement works. The reason why strategic replacement works is because it's a systematic process for sustaining long-term action, awareness, and accountability. You see, you become aware of the root cause, why you have the bad habit, and the consequences of continuing with the bad habit. And then you take action. You take action to apply a strategic replacement, something new that you can do that you're actually going to get a better result with, and you're accountable. You're accountable to someone, yourself, someone else, a business coach, me for that matter, to make sure that you do this for 30 days to turn it into a habit. And it works. And hopefully, by now, the example that I had mentioned and the questions that I asked you are helping you to understand that what really needs to happen in your business to make lasting change. But maybe you need more examples. Maybe you need real-world examples of what other advisors and agents have done to create lasting transformation in their business. Well, that is what we're going to talk about next. The top five business topics to create transformation. Now, before we get into the top five business topics to create transformation and look at real-world examples, I'm going to let you in on a little secret, and here's what it is. A habit is really a learned behavior. In fact, the definition of a habit, in psychological terms, that is, is any regular repeated behavior that requires little or no thought and is learned rather than innate. In other words, you weren't born with these habits, but somewhere along the way, you created them. So if a habit can be learned, then a bad habit can be replaced with a good habit. And let's say a great habit, which has worked for other people, which can also be learned. And that is exactly what happened with each of the real-world examples that we're going to talk about next. So let's go to the first topic. Topic number one, motivation. Motivation can make or break a business. It can also be one of the most common areas that advisors and agents need to transform in their business. In fact, if you have never experienced a, quote, lack of motivation, unquote, in your business, then count your blessings. <laughs> so for simplicity's sake, let's look at how, how I changed the four-step transformational formula to the following. Step one, bad habit. Step two, root cause of the bad habit. Step three, new perspective. Step four, strategic replacement. And when it comes to someone getting lasting transformation in the area of motivation, the person that comes to mind is a client of mine, Samantha. That's not a real name. And when you talk about motivation or lack of motivation, Samantha was having a hard time even getting out of bed to go to the office. Let me explain what I mean. I emailed her years ago, out of the blue, after about a year and a half of not speaking to her. We had worked together for years, and then she decided to, to hold off on coaching. And at any rate, one thing led to another, and a year and a half went by. 
but she came to mind one day, not once, but several times. And then I was prospecting the next day. I was prospecting, I was prospecting a financial advisor who had a challenge with branding. And I told him the story about her being the best brander that I've ever met. At any rate, he Googled her and realized that she had actually moved to his office, his firm, that is. So he gave me her email address, and I reached out to say hello. Now, she wouldn't care if I told you or explained how proud I was, and still am, of how I mentioned her being a great brander. And I was thinking about her when he talked about his, his challenge of not knowing how to brand himself and how it just so happened that this guy gave me her contact information. So we set up a time to talk, and here's what happened. She told me what had happened since the last time we talked, and she told me that she had basically, for lack of a better term, created a bad habit. She wasn't going to the office. You see, what had happened was she had moved from one company to another company, and as a result, after it was all over and she had transferred about 95 or more percent of her book, she thought to herself, is this all there is? She had some situational depression, and she didn't want to go to the office. So we talked about the new perspective. She needed to focus on the right things so that she would have a good morning, and she needed a strategic replacement. In other words, she needed a tool or technique to help her focus on the right things. And I showed her the mind space exercise. It's just a simple exercise. And the exercise is this. We basically figure out the top three things that she has to do every day in the morning before she starts work to start off a good day. And when we started the mind space exercise, she rated herself a three out of a possible one to 10, 10 being the highest. She said if, if it weren't for her speaking with me that day, she'd actually be at a one. But each day she was sending me an accountability email or a mind space email each morning and one at night before she left the office. And she started out and she was down to a three, but then she started to move to a five. And over the course of time, she got consistent sevens and then eights. And over time, she was pretty much hitting eights and nines on a consistent basis. And what this did, it changed her focus because we use the process, which is pulling her out of her situational depression by focusing on things that she could control and things that she loved to do. Let's go to the next topic. Topic number two, time management. Time management is oftentimes overlooked in the financial services industry because most advisors and agents believe that managing their time and tasks isn't even a possibility. Instead, it's all about putting out the next fire, and there's always another fire. Take, for instance, my former client, Charles. That's not his real name. When he contacted me to begin coaching, he was 62 years old. He had retired when he was 50 and got bored, and he went back into the corporate world. At age 60, he retired again from the corporate world, but this time he decided not to go back in. Instead, he decided that he would get into business with his best friend, who had literally owned an insurance agency for years. So he bought into the insurance agency, but his contribution was really going to be on the investment side, although he had never been a financial advisor. The problem was that he was busy all day, but not productive. In other words, 
he didn't have a way to create structure to his day and manage his tasks as he was contacting the clients to see if they were interested in getting a portfolio review. So let's take a look at the transformation formula and how it worked for him. The bad habit. He was constantly busy but not productive. The root cause. He didn't have a process for structure to the day and and a way to handle the interruptions and all the tasks. The new perspective. Well, he needed to focus on tools that would give him those that structure, both in his day and with the interruptions and the tasks. And he didn't know how to do it, but I taught him how to do it, and I showed him the strategic replacement, the two tools that he could use to transform his business. They're called the bottom line list and the time matrix to do. If you've been listening to these podcasts, you know what they're all about. Basically, what they are is structure to the day, the bottom line list, and the time matrix to do helps with all the interruptions and all the task management. So let's talk about the results. Within a year, he doubled his business. And a year and a half later, he doubled it again. And when I asked him (laughs) in a free group coaching session on mastering time management, where there was about 40 advisors and agents in that free session, when I asked him to tell the story and to tell the story of the results that he was getting, he told the story. And when I asked him how he felt before we met, he said, I was stressed, constantly stressed. And then I asked the question, (laughs) how do you feel now that you doubled your business and doubled it again? And I thought to myself, I probably shot myself in the foot. But he said, I don't feel stressed at all. And I simply asked, why? And he said, because I use the tools. (laughs) Let's go to the next topic. Topic number three, prospecting. Prospecting can be one of the hardest things for people to do because they would rather stay on a production plateau than get back to doing something in the short term that doesn't feel good, but in the long term could really help them get to the next level. In addition, if you or they go back to prospecting, you will most likely, and so will they, get rejected and hear objections. And this can stop a lot of people from continuing. So they stay on a production plateau. Take my former client, Tom, and that's not his real name, for instance. When he contacted me to begin coaching, he was a rookie. He had been in the business for only four years, and he had only $8 million under management. So you do the math, it's only $2 million a year in new assets. He probably would have been fired if he was at another firm. He was prospecting, but he wasn't getting the results he wanted. In fact, the biggest challenge he had was really about handling objections. And when he could not overcome objections, the prospects weren't interested, so he viewed those as being those people as being rejecting him. In other words, he was also getting caught up in rejection. So let's take a look at the transformational formula for him. The bad habit. He was not overcoming objections and felt rejected. The root cause. He didn't know a process for handling objections. The new perspective. He needed to understand that objections are merely a natural part of the sales process. Most people will have objections. So all we have to do is get ready for those objections. And that objections and rejection are not the same thing. So the strategic replacement, (laughs) he needed to replace not having a rebuttal 
to the objection, with being ready for any and all objections and having a rebuttal for all of it. So let's talk about the results. Get this. Within a year, he gathered 17 million, 17 million in new assets. So he had spent four years gathering 8 million. And in one year, he gathered 17 million. When I asked him to explain what he did differently in an interview years ago, he said he now has a process for prospecting. He knows what to say, how to say it, how to handle objections. Oh, and he made it a game. He gamified it by by adding one quarter to a jar whenever he got an objection during the day. His record was 27 in a day, but I asked him about that years later, and he said, oh, no, he broke the record so many times. In fact, 27 objections in one day is nothing. Let's go to the next topic. Topic number four, sales. Sales can be difficult for some people because they've never really understood what sales is all about. It's not about telling people what to do. Instead, you need to help them understand why they should do it or why they should buy. You see, I'm sure you've heard me say this before. Nobody wants to be sold, but everybody wants to buy. And I believe that's true. Take my client, Ron, and that's not his real name, for instance. During a coaching session, we decided to talk about his pipeline. It's called situational coaching. We talk about the situation and we strategize around it. The situation of somebody in the pipeline, that is. And this was different that day, though, because instead I wanted to have him prioritize the biggest clogs in his pipeline. Now, there's four stages to the pipeline. The initial contact, the first appointment, the second appointment, and referrals. The challenge that he said to me was stage three. He wasn't closing, so it was the second appointment. So let's take a look at the transformational formula and how it worked for him. The bad habit. He was ready with the recommendations, but he wasn't ready with the process that was working. The root cause. He never applied the psychology of closing the second appointment. That's a process that I created that takes you step-by-step down the path of helping the prospect want to buy. The new perspective. He needed to understand that getting someone to buy is easier than trying to sell them something. And it's actually smarter. The strategic replacement. He needed to replace not having an effective sales process with the psychology of closing the second appointment, which is the formula that I just explained that takes someone down a path to wanting to buy. So let's talk about the results. He applied the process and closed the next prospecting meeting. And it was easy. It was effortless. It worked so well, he didn't even have an objection. Although we were ready for it in case that happened. Then he did it again. And again. And again. In fact, he closed 20 out of 21 prospects in a row. (laughs) So that is how you get strategic replacement. By having the right process that's worked for other people that you can repeat. Let's go to the final topic. Topic number five, client servicing. Client servicing is oftentimes overlooked in the financial services industry because most advisors and agents view client servicing only happens when the client calls up and has a question or a concern. But to have an effective client servicing system, 
you need to be proactive instead of just reactive. Take my client Richard, that's not his real name, for instance. In the first 10 months of this year, he and his team have gathered $120 million in new assets. That's huge. It's actually more than a lot of advisors gather in their career. And it's been fun coaching them, and it is fun coaching each member of the team. The only problem is, with all of this growth and all of the new clients, they need to be serviced, along with the, along with the current client base. And they need to be serviced differently. In other words, they need to be serviced proactively. So let's take a look at the transformational formula. The bad habit, being reactive when it comes to client servicing, the root cause, not understanding a process for client servicing, the new perspective. He and the team needed to understand the process of creating an effective client servicing system, the strategic replacement. Well, it was a combination of a couple of things, client segmentation and client servicing levels. Let's talk about what we did and about the results. Over the past couple of months, he and the team determined that client segmentation process for the entire book really came down to A plus clients all the way down to D clients. So we had A plus, A, B, C, and D clients. We also had realized that 50% of the revenue is really coming from less than 40 households, which is huge. And that changes our client servicing levels. So what we did is we created client servicing levels for each segmentation of the client base. But here's the best part. We've split the tasks up to specific team members so that each person knows what they need to do to service the book instead of everybody thinking that everybody else is getting everything done. Oh, and and this is even better. It, it's that we automated the process to remind each team member when to do the task. Now, when you start to do things like that, you get real transformation in your business. Understanding the next level. So I mentioned that we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, practicing the principle of strategic replacement. Check, we did that. Second, the top 10 business topics to create transformation. Check, we did that too. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about understanding the next level. So you know what to do when you're ready for the next step. What you probably know by now is that strategic replacement, being able to replace old habits with new ones, is very real. And that having the right perspective, as well as the right tools and techniques and strategies and solutions, can take your business to the next level. But what you might not know is that getting the right coaching will help you transform your business a lot faster. In fact, I've been in the industry for 30 years as of this recording, and I've been coaching advisors and agents since 2004. As a result, I've taken advisors and agents from every type to the next level. And the real question is, are you ready for the next step? So what is the next step? The next step's easy. I talk about it all the time in these podcasts. It takes 30 seconds to just email me, and in the email, write, let's talk. We'll set up a free session so you can talk about any challenges that you're going through, and I can show you the solutions. 
And that's actually the right step in the right direction, because if you do, you'll start the process of getting the connections, camaraderie, and ancillary learning that you've always needed. Also, you'll be able to finally have the solutions to help you transform your business. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time. Thank you.